You scream that culture and you're used to putting your name on something and not doing the work. And I peep you and I lost respect for you when you say you about this culture and this music because you ain't. Any of you radio personalities think you want smoke? Call me Mr. Chimney. I want smoke. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Coach of Bold Podcast. I am your host, the coach. I am your co-host, the Bolt. And we are back. Yes, yes, yes. What a time to be back. Hey, we know who's upset. Oh yeah. Hey. I mean, that ain't LeBron. Yeah, how could you not be upset or a little heated after the events that took place last night in in the, in the NBA Finals? Uh, Anything uh, is possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, that that statement reared its ugly head last night. But, um, <laughs> I mean, a legendary performance. Uh, Fifty-one points, eight rebounds, eight assists, off or not. As um, the Cleveland Cavaliers fall in overtime to the Golden State Warriors in Game One, uh, Golden State secures a one-zero lead. Yep. Heading into Game Two, so you know, let's not even let's not even delay it any delay it any further. Let's go ahead and get on into it. Yeah, the roast of J.R. Smith, Earl, Earl James Smith Jr. I must say, um, I had tweeted last night. We can't even call him Jr. anymore. No, he'll, he'll not be referred to as Earl. He's Earl. The Earl. He, that's another Earl type play. Man, you. He gotta. He gotta retire, man. He, he, he gotta go ahead and call the rap. But this is what you you know. When you're dealing with Jr., this is what you expect. Um, you expect. Goofiness, you expect sometimes someone who's unconscious from behind the arc, but it's like he wanted them people when he's good, he's good, and when he's when he's bad, oh, it's it's ugly. Yes, it gets and it was it was ugly last night, you know. I don't know, I'm I'm you know, I'm in you see, sound defeated, coach. I'm not defeated, I'm in, I'm just in a hard place, uh, because of course, everybody know I'm a LeBron fan, but. It's, it was tough watching that because if it, it was so so much so much of the game, you felt like you know that that felt different watching how LeBron orchestrated last night. That felt mm-hmm. different um, other than uh, a couple of their regular season meetings. Is you know it's over, you know pretty much within the first ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, that felt different. That felt like okay, he can actually take these guys um, down to the wire, and he did. You survived the the. Notorious Golden State third quarter. Yes, they weathered the storm. That's how you weather a storm uh, in the third quarter. It's something that you know Houston was unable to do, and um, teams prior to play Golden State was unable to do. Um, that's that's how you have to weather that storm. You have to, you know, you can't panic when they start making shots. Mm-hmm. You just have to, on your end, you have to, you know, slow the game down and try to, you know, play within your offense and find the right shot. Exactly. So just, just don't get sped up. It's easier said than done, but you know, don't get sped up. So, but um, on the show today, you know, we got a lot of good stuff lined up for you guys. Um, it's our first show back in a while. Uh, a lot of stuff's been going on, but we're gonna just yeah. gonna keep it simple. We're gonna keep keep it, you know, in the realm of what everybody's talking about, and that's um, the finals and everything that's been surrounded. It's only game one, and there's so many storylines surrounding it. It was yeah. a lot to unpack last night. Too much to dissect, but you know, we're gonna make it happen and. We'll also just talk, talk a little bit about what possibly can happen, um, you know, this summer with LeBron James, depending on how the series plays out. But, you know, first we're going to get into game one. Game one. Let's go there. Game um, one was a good game. It was a great game. Very, very good game. Um, I'm, I'm liking that. You know, that's that's playoff basketball. That's that's final basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I like what I saw last night. If we get every if every game is going to be like that, which I doubt. Um, I'm all for it, but you know that was that was a really good game. Um, of course, prior to the game, news came out that Kevin Love would be able to play. All right. Many people expected him to, you know, probably miss the first game, still be under concussion protocol, but he was clear to play, and he was a factor. Mm-hmm. Made some big plays and gave LeBron some much needed help to go along with his 50 points. I believe Kevin Love also had 22. Right. So, um, he was big time. Yeah, that's that was the big question coming into the series. Everyone was, you know, saying, 
you know, will LeBron have enough help? Will LeBron, you know, be able to, you know, attack these guys by pretty much by himself? And could who was going to be, you know, the guy that's going to step up and be Robin to his Batman? Mm-hmm. And um, Kevin Love, you know, provided 21 points. And I think the third highest total might have been JR with 10. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. That's a step in the right direction, but that ain't gonna that ain't gonna get the job done. Right. You know somebody somebody else has to get you fifteen, sixteen. You, you need some more. You need some more. Cause you don't want to depend on LeBron getting fifty every game of this series. Right. Not saying he can't do it, because LeBron showed us he can he can make pretty much anything happen on the court. But you right. don't want to force LeBron to have to get fifty every time. Nah, not at all. Oh, wait. Yeah, excuse me, I'm messing around with my phone. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, the game felt different, you know, the whole night because, like I said, nobody was expecting. People were expecting if you if LeBron was gonna, you know, come out and go, be go, he was go gonna, bananas and get beat down. Yeah, yeah, he was gonna have to be nothing short of spectacular, and then even as he was being spectacular, he was gonna have to be even more spectacular on top of that. So, you know, uh, I, I I expected I got exactly what I thought LeBron was going to do. He, he, I knew he was going to come out, open and tap, and he was going to show why he's the best player in the world. And I don't think that's even a debate anymore. And, and it, it's not. It's not. And honestly, I expected a game like this myself. I just, you know, we all know I'm a Warriors fan. Mm-hmm. And watching how we've played this season, regular season and postseason – still play lackadaisical basketball. Like, this team doesn't put together an entire 48 minutes of basketball. Mm. They play the third quarter. They come out in the first half going through the motions. If they're up, they're up. If they're down, okay, we're going to come out in the third quarter, make something happen. Then if it's close in the fourth, very susceptible to getting beat, especially if they're close with this Cavs team because they have LeBron James. And Mm. it just can't be – you can't, you know, understate um, just how important and how great LeBron is. And if the game is close in the, the waning moments, LeBron can and will win the game. All right. Um, to me, um, I feel like the, they they played it pretty good throughout the whole throughout the whole game. Um, even though you know a lot of guys weren't able to contribute in the scoring column, mm-hmm. you know, I felt like. Defensively, they played it the way you have to. You have to get physical with Golden State. You have to, you know, be able to exploit. You know, the mismatch you have down low. And I think early on, that's what Thompson and Nats were able to do on the glass. Yep. And Kevin Love were able to do on the glass. They tremendously outrebounded Golden State again. I think it was what five to thirty-three. Yeah, very Houston-like. Exactly. When um, you know, PJ Tucker and uh, Capella, the last series, those boys were getting. You know, dirty and grimy and bullying Golden State down low, and they had a similar impact in Game One last night. Right. Um, let's talk about another angle from this game. Uh, let me see. Uh, let's look at you let's, know divide. Let's divide this this blame the blame the blame pile. Let's divide okay. it around um, and and figure out you know who's really at fault for Cleveland for losing this game. Man. Um, for myself, I would have to say, and I hate to do it like that, but I have to almost say 75% on JR, 25% on on Hill. They got the game to you, – you couldn't ask to be in a better position. You have a chance to shoot a free throw, to go up one with, like, what, five seconds left in the game. So then it's going to be on your defense to win the game. I mean, you know, if you ask LeBron, hey, it's, it's going to be a tie ball game and y'all can make a free throw to go up one, you take that ten times out of ten. Mm-hmm. So everything that's happened prior to that point, whatever mistakes people have made, they don't really matter at that point because you can't ask for more in a basketball game. George Hill, he misses a free throw, clutch free throw, of course, you gotta take some credit, some fault, but that's that's a basketball play that happens. That's you miss free throw. That's gonna happen. Jr. does not know the situation. 
the score. You don't know that the game is tied. You think you're ahead. You have an opportunity. You bully KD. KD ain't even box you out. You push. You get KD under the rim. You get the rebound. Now you got to do is use the rim to go back up on the right side. Your team's up to a couple seconds left. Mm-hmm. You probably win the basketball game. But because you don't know the situation, you have zero awareness. That doesn't take place. So I say, now I sit here and talk about it some more. I say, man, about 90% on JR. Like, that's just crazy for me to fathom as a, as a, um, you know, somebody who loves basketball. Uh, you know, as someone who watch, you know, as sports fans, people love, you know, to point the finger at one person more times than that. Uh, if you're on the team, if you play the sport, you know that, you know, the whole entirety of the blame can't go to one person off of one play. But time, moments in a game and time and situation and momentum, those are real things. And that was the worst absolute time to have a, a just go brain dead and, and not know exactly like you spoke to, not know the situation. And you don't expect as much as JR's reputation is well is well documented yeah. for being a, a, a somewhat goofy and some making, you know, plays that um just just un, uh, inexplicable at mm-hmm. times. Come on, at some point you have to be like, dog, you've been in the league since 2004. You're a veteran. You're a, vet. a starter. Hard nosed vet. Yes. <laughs> you must know the situation. You must know, you know, what what's the what's the what's the, the clock? What's the why are we up? What's what's going on? You have to know what's going it's on. The it's the same guy. It's the same guy who went and spoke to Jason Terry off the on the sideline because he forgot he was in the game and then got Dude, his his man got a layup. It's the same guy. He like I said, his his blunders and his worst moments are well documented. So it's just LeBron. LeBron's reaction was one hundred percent warranted because dog, this is the finals, man. What are you doing? This is what you grow up wanting. This is the finals. They don't get no bigger than this. This is the biggest stage as a basketball player. Because at that point, you catch the rebound, right? You can get a quick. You can float it up real quick. That either one or two things is gonna happen. You're gonna miss it. Well, one or three things maybe. You're gonna miss that shot. You're gonna make the shot. Uh, KD is gonna recover in time. I don't think he would have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he or you could get fouled. Could get fouled, and you go to the line. You know what I'm saying? Then you can ice the game away. I mean, come on, man. You can't. You can't do that. And you know, furthermore, you know. This is how I know he was lying when he said he knew the situation. Because if you if you knew that y'all was tied up and you knew you had timeout, you probably would have caught, caught the ball and called a timeout. Mm-hmm. You know, that's probably the worst case scenario you could have did. Mm-hmm. You really thought y'all was up one. You ran straight to the You, ran you ain't fooling us. We seen uh, there's cameras out here, buddy. We, we seen you say LeBron. We I thought we was up. I thought we was ahead. So. He thought we was playing take back. Yeah. We thought we had to take it back. We had to clear the ball around the three-point line, pretty much. Mm, um, mm, mm. To me, if I'm going to divide it up, I'm going to divide it up between um, JR's getting, what, about maybe, I'll give, I'll give JR 90, 94%. 94%. Because he had a lot of ball head plays in this game. Uh, George Hill, <laughs> I give him three. And the other man in three is going to Tyler. Tyler for not calling timeout. Or. Nah, just because I don't like Tyloo. <laughs> just because I don't like Tyloo. He's Tyloo sit up there. I, he look like a confused seventh grader. He always looked confused. Every time they put a camera on him, he looking like he don't know what's going on. He just looked confused, man. Like I have another thing. This is my little beef with Tyloo. Look, man, I understand. Like you beefing with Rodney Hood right now. Give him hit minutes over Clarkson, please. Give him minutes over Jordan Clarkson. Yes, yes. Because um, Jordan Clarkson, dog, come on now. As a Warriors fan, when I see Clarkson coming to game, I'm happy because I already know we finna bust this lead open. I mean, Rodney Hood is Rodney Hood can get his own shot. He's a good three point shooter. I mean, I understand he didn't want to go in the game. Um, was it the last series or the series before that? No, it was Indiana. Was it Indiana? Because I felt like he played a little bit in Toronto. He played some. Uh, he played some Indiana. 
I think. I, I forget where it happened at, but. I might. Was it Boston? No, nah, it wasn't Boston. It wasn't he, Boston. Played, he didn't play at all against Boston. Uh, but yeah, the, the whole little situation where he yeah. want to go in the game last two minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Let, let Jose get in. <laughs> and y'all got to see past that. Y'all trying to, you so-called say you're trying to get ring. That's the thing about some coaches. They'll just live and die with their decision. They're going to lose mm-hmm. that way. Win their way and lose that way. So, I mean, you got to get past that. Let Rodney, free Rodney Hood. That's my hashtag, free Rodney Hood. Yeah, man. That's, boy, boy, boy. That okay. was crazy. Let's talk about uh, the elephant in the room. What's the, the officiating? Um, That's a that was, elephant. Yeah, that was a big uh, that was a big topic last night. As far as you know, people did not like how the game was being called. Uh, I for one, I saw a lot of stuff I didn't like. Um, a lot of people was saying that it was bad on both ends, but I felt like Golden State got the big, we, better end yeah. of the stick. Golden State definitely, um, especially towards the end of the game, got a lot of favorable calls. Of course, you had both of those Kevin Durant strips mm-hmm. that were called fouls. Both were clean. Mm-hmm. Um, LeBron on the first one when KD was driving. Mm-hmm. And then you turn around after those two points. I believe he made both free throws. Mm-hmm. LeBron comes back down court and he gets fouled himself. Right. But there was no call there. Right. So that's a big difference. Then you know, um, then we have the block charge reversal. Yeah. So there's some big, some big time calls that definitely went the Warriors' way. Yeah, it was. You know, it's my, it's my thing. And I'm gonna tell you exactly where I stand with it. I've never seen that happen in a game. I've never seen it happen again. I know people said. I think somebody said something this morning or something about um, it happened in a regular season game. You know, earlier in the year, I ain't never seen it. With my own two eyes, I've never seen them stop a play, go look at it on the replay, reverse the official's call. That, especially with the block charge situation, because it's always a bang bang play and it always can go either way. I've always seen, I watched enough broadcasts, you've seen Mark Jackson and Van Gundy argue about it or say like where they think it was. And usually, what happens? They go with the call that they made. It's either last True. two minutes or whatever. They go call they made. So I've never seen that. Me personally, I just I just, I don't know why I stand with that either. I, I stand on I don't like it because they originally they when they came on they said they were reviewing it to see whether he was in the restricted area. It's clear that he was not. But that's the only. But while while they were reviewing that, you're then able to just decide. If it is a block charge, but that's not. But see, that's not what you're originally supposed to be there for. You're supposed to say, okay, he is he. In the so you feel area? like he because was in the restricted area, and y'all, okay, y'all see he wasn't, and y'all yeah, called charge. Yeah, the, the, the official who had the best view of it. He winded up and gave the charge signal, and then the official at the top uh, contested it, I guess, and then that's what led to let's go look at it. Mm-hmm. So. But if the official with the best view of it says whatever it is, if he says it was a block or it was a charge, y'all gotta go with what he called or whatever official what they call. I'm not a fan of the whole, and that's that. I'd have been the same way if it would have been Golden State if it would have been KD driving out or if KD would have set his feet and took a charge on LeBron. Like they changed that. Like I've never seen that. I was confused. Like I saw NBA players tweeting last mm-hmm. night. They was just as confused as I was. So I know I'm not tripping. True, I I don't have too much of a gripe with it just because at the end of the day, of course not. At the end of the day, we got the call right. That's what it's about the correct call. I mean, you sit there and you look. LeBron was still sliding as contact is being made, and he falls sideways. He don't even fall backwards. He falls to the side. So I mean, it was a valiant attempt. Now, while I was listening, right, I'm listening to Van Gundy and Mark Jackson speak, right. And Van Gundy clearly said, like, his feet was set. That's what he said. He said his feet was set, but up top, he kind of, like, you know. He's still moving. He's trying to. Come on, man. I don't, I don't know. Man, you bet. Hey, just because you're in the NBA and you don't normally take charge, you still got to take it the right way. He take charge, man. 
you still gotta take it the right way. I so hey, that's blocking foul in real time. I mean, is but see, we didn't know that until we watched it in slow motion. In yeah. real time, y'all ain't know that. In real in real time, come on, that's, it looked like a charge in real time. Not to me. It was a charge, man. I I, I, I know the charges. I, I took about fifty of them things. Now this is my thing. When if you gonna do that the way they did that, why are we reviewing every call like that in the last two minutes? Oh, I don't uh, no. Go leave that. Like you you should you know what I'm saying add. Hey. Tell you, should, you should add get, get a culture challenge flag. Tell, tell them tell them at the tell them at the next um collective bargaining agreement or something or you know the end of the year when they have them league meetings and everybody meet up for for, be, for for rule changes. I wouldn't be shocked. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if that became um, a thing that they're going to talk about because I feel like this is going to spark some debates. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's already sparking debates, but to me, you know, I just feel like it's a slippery slope. Because now, are we challenging all these calls? Are we like, can we review all of them? Like, okay, we trying to get the play right. We trying to get the right play. So let's go look at it. I feel like we've been on this path though of getting closer to that because the league had um, started the two minute report where they you know go and critique how referees performed those last two minutes of the game and then. If they got a call wrong, that was a big time call. They would apologize. You say, had an awful night. You know, this was really the right call, et cetera, et cetera. So we've already gone. We're inching closer to that. The referees had an awful night. They did. To me. Because, man, some of this stuff, man. That now that whole sequence of when LeBron stripped Katie clean. Um, Katie was a frizzle line, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. He was the frizzle line. He was doing the Euro step. They said on. it was an act of shooting. I think it was on the floor. That should have been a side out or something like that. Then we come to the other. So he goes and makes both free throws. This is at a, was what Cleveland was down what two? Or I think Cleveland was down two at that moment. Mm-hmm. And then we come down the other end. Uh, I think uh, LeBron got in a switch with Looney and mm-hmm. Kate, and Katie. He drives. I think he drove on Katie and Looney reaches from the side and grabs his wrist. Yeah. And he loses the ball. No call. It's like it was a clear foul. It's, it's the same thing on the other end. It was a clear foul. So it's it's discrepancies. Like, come on, man. And then it, they go to state, comes back down and scores. Uh, I want to say they hit a three. I want to say I hit a three. Mm-hmm. I think it was. Uh, it was, was I think it was the Clay. Was it the Clay Thompson three in the corner? Somebody hit a three, and that's mm-hmm. that's a whole five point swing in that you know juncture of the game. It's just you have to get these things right, and if we're going to do that. We're going to stop the game and overturn a whole call, NFL style. Mm-hmm. We got to make that consistent. That's just my gripe with it. Um, people been saying, people saying in my mentions, saying, "Oh, this is a thing. This been a thing." This is my first time seeing it. That's what. That's what. That's what all my confusion came from. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I'm, I'm not in favor of it, and you know. I wasn't the only one that was confused because uh, Damian Lillard was right confused with me. He tweeted about it. I Man. had to find it, but hey. yeah. You know who else had a bad night? Kevin Durant. Oh, let's talk about it. KD, man. And it's, it's, it's ain't, it ain't just start this series either. Oh, it's been it's been happening. He's let's been he's been it. underperforming. But you this, know, this, this, this the thing, though. I feel like, and it's always gonna be my thing with Kevin Durant. Um, he's always gonna get a pass. I mean, he ha- he has the numbers. But I feel like the numbers are fool's gold numbers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he had well, he finished the game with twenty six last yeah. night, but he went eight for twenty two, right? Four for eleven shooting, real OKC esque. OKC, it was bad. It was bad. And then when you also combine the fact that the guy that meant that some people pronounced you better as last right, last right. year after the end of the finals, right, 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 right. He's on your ass. He dropping fifty. He going for fifty right now. He in his own. You don't want no piece of him. He when when there's a screen and somebody can switch, switch. You ain't even trying to get in front of him and check him. Like what Drake, like Drake said, you better get it while you here, because all that hype don't feel the same next year. You know what I'm saying? He was, yeah. was riding that wave last year of, because I said, because I said, look, Kevin Durant gonna have the, the least amount of pressure on him as humanly possible in Golden State. He, he can pick his spots when he wants to score. You know, he doesn't have to carry a load. He can save energy and, and you know what I'm saying, guard on defensive end when he wants to. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's got the, no pressure on him whatsoever, which is which has always been the root 
my main criticism of this move, which is why I said that is you can't really compare. It's so to crazy though. Like he, if he's in such a no pressure situation, why are you punking out? Why are you? Why are you not? Because maybe this was always who he was, and I think we was blinded by it because in OKC everybody was like, man, is that's Russell fault? It's Russell fault. Kevin trying his best, but he can't get in the rhythm because Russell want to hold the ball and blah 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 blah. Okay. What are you going to say now? You got Stephen Curry over here. You got Klay Thompson over there. You got Draymond Green doing whatever he do. Mm-hmm. And you got this nice bench of good players. You the second best player in the world. In some circles, you can pass LeBron, but we don't suck to them idiots over there. But, you know, what's 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 up? Was this always who you were or what? What's up? I'm saying you, you got to step up and you got to score. I mean, for me, it's no excuse for somebody who's – been renowned as the best scorer in the NBA. Best, yeah, he's. Yeah. People call him the best, best scorer, scorer in the NBA. And, and you going four for eleven? Yeah. And, and then and that's the first half. Then crunch time, second half, go four for eleven again. LeBron could never in the Golden State offense. LeBron could never understand me. Never have those type of numbers. You don't know why. If, he, if LeBron let's let switch the switch the uh the roles right. If LeBron had them type of numbers, we they they still on his head on Twitter right now. If he had them type of numbers, it's the fact that and it annoys me so much. Kevin Durant will always always get a pass, but people will still want to compare him to the best player in the world, and that's why last night the way loss aside loss aside, LeBron James. This playoffs, this season, he separated himself. It's one, and then it's a big gap. It's a it's big gap. Last year, I thought Kevin Durant closed it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was to the point where we could say one A, one B. No, 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 no. LeBron is up here in a whole other world. The rest of y'all are jockeying for position. Look, Kevin Durant is two. Kevin Durant too, but Kevin even too. the way he's playing, he. Man, it's it's times where you could be like, is Steph yeah. the second best player? I mean, it's you it's, know, we could, it's a close margin between two, three, four, and five now. And then you know, yeah, I mean, you know, he's regressed. I feel like he's, and I feel like it's because he's gotten comfortable. Yeah, with being he, complacency. With his, yeah, I feel like he's gotten comfortable, and that's and that's permeated throughout the entire Warriors roster. And this it goes that's, back to my point at the beginning of the podcast with how we play. Yeah, that's the that's the uh, root of the product you're getting on the floor right now. Is you know they just. Complacency. This team has no business not being winning 70, 70 games in the regular season. If they come out and say we're going to play ball every night, exactly. there's no excuse for them not to win 70 games. Exactly. But um, to me, um, there is no debate no more on who's the best player in the world. Uh, Kevin Durant is still a great player. <clears throat> Excuse me. Kevin Durant is still a great player. Uh, going to be an all-time great. But, you know, it's, he's going to be – if we're gonna judge him fairly, you know, he's not he's not what number twenty three is. He's not he's not he's I mean equal and he's not surpassed him. LeBron, if we, you know, look at how the last year has last season finished, last finals up to this point in time, LeBron has gotten better. Exactly. He's taking his game to another level. Exactly. I mean he's always carried teams, <laughs> but the level of what he's doing now. We haven't seen this from him. Mm-hmm. I just his man. shooting is better. It's crazy. You you can't you can't leave LeBron open. Don't don't go into the screen no more. Because mm-hmm. he can knock he can knock that jumper down consistently. And you know that's always been the thing. You know they saying just just fall back on him. Let him shoot. We'll let him shoot. We'll live with him shooting. But you can't do that no more. Mm-hmm. You cannot do that anymore. He he get let him get in the um you know what I'm saying like at the free throw line or something. He get in the lane. He does that little one-foot shot, almost like the dirt and the whiskey type shot where he shoots it off of one foot, almost like the wrong foot, mm-hmm. and kind of floats in. He has that in his arsenal. He has that little back-you-down, just like a, almost like a bully ball type thing where if you leave him one-on-one to post, he'll just put that shoulder in you and get you under the rim and go up and finish. He has moves. Yeah, and uh, I just – I hate, you know, getting into this part. It's the It's the – one of the main difficulties of being a LeBron fan is that he's always going to be held to a different standard. 
And sometimes it's unfair. But that's what he has to go through because he is so great. And, you know, when people try, and it's frustrating when people try to compare guys that are in the league right now to him and saying they've passed him and things like that. And then people don't understand the, the nuances of the conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, him, his, his teammates not really being the best, that's a real thing. Like, that's not nothing nobody made up. Yes, they're in the, the league. And yeah, I, I heard what Steph Hence, Curry said. J.R. Smith playing crunch time minutes. Exactly. I heard, <laughs> I heard what Steph Curry said a few weeks ago saying they're NBA players. Yes, that's in comparison to the average human being. They're, they're, they're NBA players, yeah. They could come in the local Y and drop 100 points. But compared to other NBA players, it's like, uh, okay, Kevin Love, I see you. But after that, who? Jeff Green, every now and then. Jeff Green, man, he's been all over the NBA. Every now and then, every now and then. He's very consistent. He's a journeyman. Mm-hmm. And then. JR's JR. a journeyman in his own right. Exactly. So, you know, and you know, people say, oh, this is the team LeBron picked. I mean, yeah and no. Yeah and no. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, what, what what was he supposed to do? You know, if he go, if he, if he go and team up with somebody, he get knocked for that. And then you know if he don't, he gonna get not, he gonna get not either. Also, you know, there's been rumors that he wanted that um, that draft pick traded to get another piece in during the season. So mm-hmm. he still wanted some more pieces added to this team. This this wasn't what he just wanted to be stuck with. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we on for our chance. Uh. So given yeah. everything that happened last night, is the series over? Me personally. I feel it is. I think so. I think so. I, if I had, I, I say, eighty percent of me says it's over. Twenty percent mm-hmm. of me has this belief in LeBron that he can really, he can still make this a series just off of what I've seen from him this postseason. I still, it's a little bit. I can't just say it's over, over, but I say it's over. Put it All like right. that. Uh, for me. Uh, I think last if you gonna if you was gonna steal one last night was the one to steal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know how traditionally we know how Golden State responds. You know after they've had a tough game, that's when they lock in and be like, "All right, ain't, this one ain't gonna be close." Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about how the Cavs respond because they was devastated last night because they felt like they definitely should have won. But um, like Kobe said, you know it was a um, it was a bad play. They gotta flush it. And move on to the next game. Yeah, but can they do that? Can they? I, I have, think they can, though. They it's, can, of course they can. They can, but will they? But just like you know, I feel like the Warriors are going to win this series. And if the Cavs really want to win this series, they had to win last night. Yeah, but I still think it's, it still can be a series. It's just that was you can't you can't give up those games. No. You can't do that at all. No. Um, that's why, you know, I had this debate, you know, people saying, um, you know, well, LeBron's teammates ain't going because they can't get shots. Well, you know, they're saying LeBron don't trust his teammates, so to speak. None of his teammates every, are shot creators, though. Every possession, you don't realize how much pressure Golden State was. Every possession is so valuable that... When he comes up the floor, you know, I can't really spend too much time trying to get y'all mm-hmm. off. Y'all got to either come on with it or I got to take over. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And hopefully y'all will catch up because every possession is so valuable when you play Golden State. It's because if you don't score on this possession and then the next possession and the next possession, you look up, they got, they on, they on a 8 0 run, 11 0 mm-hmm. run, and they, they taking off. So every possession is so vital. And I like the way he controlled the clock and controlled um, the flow of the game. Last oh, yeah, night. very methodical. Because it wasn't quick shot, rush, quick shot. They was getting deep into the shot clock and finding the best shot mm-hmm. and, and scrapping and um, creating second-chance shots. Yep. But um, this series is probably over, but the only way it stays a series if the Warriors – they rear their ugly head and continue to be this inconsistent team that feels like, hey, we can cut the switch on any moment. And they try to cut it on and the lights don't work. 
real quick, okay. Part of that is um because the personality of the Warriors are they too are they at times are they too arrogant? Oh yes. I mean definitely because I just you, you feel like it should be that that personality. Draymond gets a lot of credit being that 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 tough guy, the you know what I'm saying, the one who's gonna get down in the trenches and do the dirty work and stuff. He does that. But I don't he's also very arrogant in his own right, and I don't think he stays level enough to be like y'all we we tripping like come on now mm-hmm. and they just continue to do what they doing mm-hmm. nobody step snaps themselves out of that funk they just be like hey you know we're gonna we're gonna do what we do we'll eventually turn it on mm-hmm. uh i saw this last night you know was, when they when they make a lot of shots they do hot dog a lot and oh, they do they do we some front dog. runners yeah and you know, that's why you know you see the, the, like things like the altercation you know, the end of the game. Uh, people don't like them. Mm-hmm. You know they they gonna win. They gonna let you know they winning. I usually fall on the side of if you don't like it, stop it. But I can't sit here and say like I wouldn't if I want to quote one of them. You ain't finna be doing all that trying to blame the Bears. One of y'all catching a, a right perk. One of y'all catching a right hand. Pom poms and dream on with the pom poms. Yeah, one of y'all gonna catch a right hand. Hey, Tristan was fed up. That's why he did what he did. Who Tristan think he is? <laughs> man, sit down, man. Kardashian. Yeah, Tristan Kardashian. You a Kardashian. But uh, to me, uh, game two going to tell a lot because they come out there and still tripping out game one. It's going to get ugly real quick. Uh, I already said, you know, I thought um, Golden State was going to win the series, but I didn't think it would be easy work because I got too much respect for LeBron. Mm-hmm. And he showed last night he can make this as competitive as he wants it to be. He just needs somebody to put in a little work and, you know, not make dumb plays because they should have won that game. They should have solid that game away. Um, but, you know, I ain't going to say it's over yet, but we'll see. We'll see. You're right. Um, looking ahead to game two, uh, what do – let's start with Golden State. What do they need to do? I would love to see Golden State just come out Executing, don't like, don't let Cleveland get a chance to get their confidence up, um, get back in the rhythm. Like, oh, we really are, we really can't hang with these dudes. Like, you know, last the other night wasn't no fluke. Don't allow Cleveland to get in the rhythm, the um, the sidekicks, the other calves to get going. You know what LeBron gonna do, right? So you go ahead and chalk it up, but don't let the other calves get going. But come out, execute your game plan, play defense. Get easy shots, get some easy layups, and keep the ball moving, the ball clicking. There's a, um, you know, I heard at the Warriors, Coach Kerr, he likes to get at least 300 passes a game. Mm-hmm. So get those passes going and get your, you know what I'm saying, and get your open shots and don't become KD centric. Mm-hmm. That's been a, a plague of this team. When things aren't going offensively, we're going to throw KD at the 18 feet away from the rim. Mm-hmm. Throw it to him, let him post up, and do a lot of isolation sets with KD. Don't let that become the offense. Stick to what Golden State Warriors basketball is and keep the ball moving and execute. Um, um, I guess I'll tackle it from the Cavs in. Uh, I think you got to come out, you got to you gotta set a tone uh, on both ends. You know, you got to keep the physicality up. You got to continue to dominate on the boards. You need another night like that. Nance, Thompson. Definitely. Assuming he plays, assuming he plays, definitely. Um, Love Green, get in there, scrap, get second chance points. LeBron mm-hmm. too, uh, get in there, create second chance buckets. Jordan Clarkson, um, other guys off the bench, make Smart your cover, make your minutes count. Because <laughs> you know what I'm saying, you only gonna get sparing amount of minutes. Make them yep. count. Yep. You know what I'm saying. We, they, depending on you to come in, you know, get a bucket here and there. Get some energy, you know, make your minutes count. Uh, LeBron, continue to be a beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I say for him. Uh, Kevin Love, you know, continue to, you know, do what you do. Another, 20, just, another 21 plus points. Just to piggyback off your physicality point, you yeah. know, that's what the Rockets did. Right. They made it into a fight, and the Warriors didn't want to fight. Nope. They didn't want any parts of fight. It's like fighting Floyd Mayweather. You got to make it. A dirty, you gotta make it. You can't. It can't be a pretty boy fight. It gotta be a dirty. You gotta make it a brawl. You gotta make it a Fraser. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, and I said this. I said um, Nance and Thompson can combine. It's on their work combined to be a, like a compeller, you know, give compeller like production. You know, mm-hmm. y'all can combine it to you know do the dirty work. And now they kind of offset it when uh, Javale McGee came in the game, but he he he, he gonna take himself out the game. Yeah, um, J- Javale gonna be Javale. Exactly. So, <laughs> you know, they just gotta keep keep doing what they're doing. Don't get too discouraged over this. It's easier have said amnesia. Than done. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have amnesia. It's easier said than done. Just do your job and give twenty three a chance to bring you home. Just give him a chance to bring you home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gonna go get it. So just give him a chance to bring you home. That's so. Then my keys for game two and free Rodney Hood. That's another one. Free Rodney. Uh, Let's see now. Um, just want to transition on. Say, just going to the summer of of this. You know, saying after this finals, mm-hmm. we both feel like. The Warriors should and will win this series. You know, well, I'll say we we both can agree that they should win this series. Right. So that happens. What do we feel like? You know, is going to take place this summer with LeBron James? LeBron's gone. He gone, or is he gone? Is he gone? Gone. LeBron gone, like real gone. Like um, I don't know if anybody's like Savannah. Pack your bags. Yeah. Bronny, you know, saying Bronny Junior, come on, we finna, they finna dip. They, they gone, man. Uh, I think the difference now, um, and from like I forget who hit on this, but the difference now in him making his decision, the other than from back in twenty ten, his kids are older, so mm-hmm. he's gonna take their what they probably will want into account. Um, you know, if they want, if they do want to go to L A. or wherever, you know, and, and you know. Have fun wherever they end up going. Mm-hmm. He's gonna take that into account. Also, um, I was say because um, with uh, when the when he left to go back to Cleveland, a lot of people say I think he said no um, the barbershop. Savannah, oh, Savannah and the fam they didn't, they didn't want to go did, back. His mom was like, uh, uh-uh, you can go back. I'm staying. Fam didn't want to go back. So because you know, of how you know they treated him on his way out, but. So you this, know this he definitely other, gonna take into account what the wife and kids want this go around, right? And that leads me to my other point. I watched his interview he did with Rachel Nichols, and Rachel Nichols brought up um, what's his relationship like with Dan Gilbert, and he you know he reluctantly said we have a nice working relationship, working relationship. He didn't go into you know oh we good everything. Yeah, we had dinner together, blah yeah, blah blah. It's a nice working relationship, and he kind of left it there. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, furthermore. Um, he vented some of his frustrations, you know, with them actually trading Kyrie, you know, before he could come in and, you know, sit down and try to defuse a lot of the the, 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 the nonsense that was going on. Give mm-hmm. him a chance to, you know, try to convince Kyrie to stay. Uh, he felt like he was left out of the loop with that and them letting go of David Griffith. So he has, vocal- you don't vocalize some of this stuff unless you. You already pretty much made up in your head. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So, with that being said, it's just a matter of where. Right. But he's gone. I just, it's just a matter of I where. agree 100% that he's gone. Yeah. It's just a matter of where. Because at this point, you know, you got nobody free. These free agent guys, the new wave of guys, it's, it take more than just I'm, I get to play with him to get them to come to the city. It's the city itself, the team, and all that. So he has he's going to have to go somewhere where they can attract somebody else. I wonder. It's a few teams that come in my head. You know, you have your Philly, your L.A., your Houston. I just wonder if LeBron wants to go to a team, say Houston, where you have proven veteran stars. And this is, this is another thing. Um, or does he want to go to a young team and possibly risk losing that first year, going through growing pains similar to what you did in Miami? This is another thing. LeBron has, you know, a lot of people said he wants, next year he wants to play more off the ball. So he would like to go somewhere where they have a primary ball handler that can, you know, so take a lot of load off him. That's all, that's all three of those teams. Exactly. You know, Houston, you have James Harden. You got, um, yeah, Chris Paul. Philly, Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. he's you know what I'm saying a willing passer, definitely can you know get you to rock. And if you go to L.A., if they you know you keep Lonzo, 
Lonzo's a definite distributor. Gonna make yeah. you know passes. So, uh, to me, you know, now as we we getting closer to it, I I I have no idea what he's gonna do. Like back earlier, it was it seemed like yo he's going to L.A. He's going to L.A. But now it's like hmm, you know, we we like. Let me go to Houston. It feels like if he goes to L.A., I just wonder if... It's a lot of moving parts that's going to have to go. I wonder if they get rid of Lonzo. They're going to package up a lot of them guys. I was like, I've seen a breakdown where they pretty much going to lose. Like They're going to have they gonna end up like with three or four players left on their roster after signing. If they sign LeBron and another max player. like They'll have three people who have already been on roster. Like You, would be, you have Brandon Ingram. The other Ingram, Andre Ingram, the the G League star, the guy came up. Oh, yeah, that guy. Had that that balling night. That guy. Lonzo Kuzma. Yeah. Those kind of guys, you know what I'm saying, you had them on roster. But your Randalls, your KCPs, your your, um, Lou Aldean contract, all all that you had to get rid of. Mm -hmm. Oh. You. So. It's 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 a lot. It's There'll a lot be a lot of moving parts to yeah. to make that happen in LA. But I think they they it's a, it's already attractive because they are, Paul George is gone. Paul mm-hmm. George is going there. Paul George will be there. Yeah, I would say it's kind of known that he's going back to LA. Even yeah. CJ McCollum said on his podcast that um, he's going to be playing ball in, in right. California. So <laughs> this is the thing: um, Will LeBron? Sign like a max deal, or will he try to? Will he, you know, take another pay cut and be like, "Look, I'm gonna sacrifice his money, and we can put together whatever." That'll be, that'll be that'd big be time. the smart thing to do because LeBron got all the money he gonna make. You know? I was saying this honestly, the, this NBA right. money ain't that ain't the money he really no, seeing. He like talking about his money off the court. He was like, he got his own production stuff he work with. Our owner of a soccer team, overseas. Nike money, you know on, he. Man. LeBron ain't hurt for no money. He could play NBA for free if he wanted to. LeBron ain't hurt for no money. But, you know, that could help, you know, as far as a lot of the moves they can make. You know, another thing, you know, I saw was if I doubt this will ever happen, but they was talking about packaging a deal to get executed, sign and trade to acquire Kawhi Leonard. I don't see that happening. I don't see San Antonio going for that. I don't think so. Because. I I don't think so. Kawhi now. They put that $219 million in your face. Now, granted, you're going to be by yourself. Like, you're going to be with whatever they can go find. And, you know, the Spurs always... You're going to trust their, their the draft. The Spurs draft well, and they mm-hmm. draft good. They have a proven track record of that. But you ain't bringing no free agents down there. Nope. No marquee names, at least. Nope. So, you're going to just take your 219 and chill out and then play, you know, be a Spur or, you know, when you... Be like, listen, I want out. Do you really? Does he really want out of there? Because their relationship is strained, right? Or you know, was that all just smoke? I don't think. I don't think Kawhi really wants out. You don't think so? I, th- I think. I think he wants to be a spur. I really do. But um, it's a lot of how they handle this situation that's probably have that has him like you know, y'all really tripping. Like you know, y'all never did this with Tony Parker. Yeah. When TP was hurt, yeah, never tried to had no meeting to be like, "Hey, hurry up and come on!" Like if I'm telling y'all I'm injured, mm. trust me, don't you know, don't start no stuff. And they really mishandled this situation with him. Yeah, uh, I say, you know, if I'm him, you know, two hundred nineteen million dollars is very enticing, you know. So I don't see, it. I, it, I don't see. It, it depends yeah. on what kind of player he sees himself being too, as as a legacy type player. Does, so does he want? He, does he want to get these rings? Also, yeah, that's the thing. What matters more to him is it the money, or does he want to try and get rings? Because you ain't being San Antonio ain't being over. San Antonio window is over. Pretty mm-hmm. much, you got Pop getting up there age, and you know he's dealing with a lot of stuff off the court. Correct. So how much longer is he gonna be there? You know, Duncan's retired. Ginobili, Parker, they're past their prime. You know, they're. They're gonna be out the league no, soon. What's what's really everything the, falls on you. What's yeah? What's really the the um, end game in San Antonio? Just uh, money. That's it. So you got that situation. Then um, Demarcus Cousins. Mm-hmm. He says he's happy. He'd be happy to talk to New Orleans about staying. 
I don't know if that lines up with the type of money he wants to make. Mm-hmm. So that's another option for LA. Um, there's some there's some options out there. Definitely a lot of options. So I don't know, LeBron. I don't see Philly working out to be honest. Because I feel like if I'm Philly, yeah. If I'm Philly, I want to just build around my young guys. I don't if know anything, if I'm Philly, if I get a star, it's Paul George. If that's the star that I'm trying to get, because he he just he'll be the perfect glue piece to what they need. They need somebody who can be able to create. Mm-hmm. Paul George can create. Right. They're not going to ask him to just be the number one guy, but if you need PG to create and get you a bucket in a tough situation, he can do that. Mm-hmm. They need shooting to counteract Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Hey, Paul George can hit the spot of three. He can be out in the perimeter and that's get a, that. That's, that's just another thing where I feel like that wouldn't work with LeBron there. That's just not enough shooting. Because LeBron, granted, he can shoot better now. And he, he's not really a catch-and-shoot type no. player. Mm-hmm. That's not LeBron's game. No. So... It's just gonna be. It's gonna be very interesting. It's a lot. And then Houston, Houston, boy, they stuck with Ryan Anderson's contract. Yeah, that's bad. They still got two years left on that deal. Twenty million a year. That's bad. You gonna have to give to get rid of that. You gonna have to give up some draft picks in the future and really be all in on this win now. Yeah, who's to say they won't do it? I mean, I mean, Daryl Morey gonna make a way. Yeah, he's he's shown that. Yeah, I mean. A lot of people said a lot of negative stuff about Braun and Houston. Granted, it's not enough basketball on the floor, but I feel like they can make that work. And I feel like I feel like LeBron would be good for James Harden. Because it will force you know, it will force James Harden. I don't think Harden will tire out at the end of the season. No. No. That that right there and okay, has Capella played himself to be too expensive? If you want to try to make that he's, work. He's going to be expensive, but we know so many teams in the NBA are in bad cap situations. Mm-hmm. So we don't know if people really will be able to offer him Capella the money that he really is warranted. So you could I, I think Houston can make, make a way to keep and him. And then, again, we still... They have to make a way we're to going, keep We're running off the assumption that LeBron is going to take a big contract. I don't see that happening. He's going to go take a... Whatever he has to do to make it work, wherever he wants to go, because he's not hurting for no money. So it's all about rings at this point. Yeah, it's all about rings. So who's so say Braun takes um, small contract to go to Houston? Can they afford to go get somebody else? Like they maybe not top tier free agent, but somebody who can play really can play. They have to unload some some contracts. They had to get rid of that Ryan Anderson because yeah, that's what's go. keeping them from being um, a player in, in free agency. Yeah, he gotta go. But, but um, if they can get rid of that Ryan Anderson contract, I think after they pay Capella and LeBron, it's gonna be tough for them to get some more pieces. So they'll, but they already have a good team in place. You know, yeah. they can bring back your PJ Tucker. Mm-hmm. You got your Ariza. Yeah. You know, they'll be able to. They'll be good. They'll be yeah. solid. Uh, yeah. So we, it's all gonna be interesting to see, man. Uh, got anything else you got to get to? Anything else? No, just um, I know you know, coming up soon we'll go into, of course you know, NBA draft will be wrapped. Will come in coming up soon after the uh, NBA finals wrap up. Mm-hmm. So we'll eventually you know go into some prospects, talk about some of the players yeah, we really yeah. like. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta really do this homework on these guys. It's like, you know, I, I pay attention to college basketball and to these guys a little bit coming out of high school, but not mm-hmm. like I used to. It just don't feel the same no more. Like yeah. I used to. I'm about to say, you know, how you are with college football and and guys coming out of high school football. That's yeah. how I be with college basketball and guys coming out yeah. of high school. I basketball. only know like, I mean, I know most of the names, but I, I don't know. It's tough, sometimes it's tough putting faces with these names, and you know it's like different now because I remember in high school, uh, you was well, when I was in high school, we was following these guys like John Wall. We would see they who mixtape Austin Rivers, and they was like it, most of the highlights would be from their high school team. Now mm-hmm. it's like everybody got a mixtape, and you play, everybody you play got AU ball. Everybody got a documentary. Everybody got an Instagram with all these followers. Used to you couldn't get that. You, and you used to just you would just make an announcement. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you have your little ESPNU announcement now. 
Folks be having um whole whole videos and stuff, two and a half minutes long. No, usually you couldn't have this stuff if you wasn't that guy. Now, everybody got it. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like it creates. We're going on to a whole other topic, but <laughs> it creates like a false like. That's why a lot of these guys don't really pan out, and you be like false sense of fandom. Yeah, know? it's like they got everything. It's like they got all the perks of being in the NBA without being in the NBA. It's yeah. like I got all the followers on Instagram. Yeah, I got videos being made. You feeling me. like the man? You think you're the man now? You know what I'm saying? You ain't work. You you lost your edge. You lost yeah. your grind, and so now you you ain't even, you don't reach your potential like you should have. Yeah. Uh, one guy I can't wait to you know really talk about um, when we get into breaking down prospects is um one guy who grew to be one of my favorite players, Colin Sexton, because I feel like he approaches the right way, mm-hmm. even with all the attention he got. You can tell he hungry. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I seen him play um, when they played Mississippi State. He he's he's a competitor. Mm-hmm. Granted, he got a little bit outplayed, but he's a competitor. I feel like you know he's an intriguing prospect going to the next level because um, what's his true position? You know, is he gonna be a point guard or is he gonna be a combo? You mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying he, he kind of reminds a little bit of Donovan Mitchell. Got some Mitchell, got some Bledsoe, some mm-hmm. young Bledsoe in this yeah. game. He got a little bit of Westbrook's edge mm-hmm. A little bit of it I don't know if he's fully that that edgy But he's got some of that to his game um, and He's a dog Yeah, so he's one of the guys I can't wait to really un- unpack and look at um, You know, also a guy who was hurt, Michael Porter mm-hmm. um, some, some, A guy who people are saying Could pan out being the best player in his draft And he's going to, I think he's going to fall too So he might end up going to a decent situation and being able mm-hmm. to, you know, actually get to a decent situation. So it'll be it'll be great to see how he ends up now that he's healthy. Because he said he was struggling with the back problems while playing high school ball. Yeah. So yeah. he said this is the best he's been feeling in years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. There's a couple guys I can't wait to uh, look at. Um, Luka Doncic. Doncic. That's how you say his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard everything about him. But you got to uh, check out Luka. That's my boy. Yeah, uh, Luca and Mikael Bridges. I'm Villanova, right? Yep, Villanova. What about that guy, uh, White Dante. Uh, oh, Dante DiVincenzo. Is, is he gonna be a? Uh, he stayed. He stayed um, in oh, the draft. Gonna, oh, he's gonna. He's staying in the draft. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's gonna be. Uh, is he gonna sneak in the lottery, or is he gonna be a mid late first round? I can see him being a mid late. I can see. I can see him. Yeah, definitely being like in the twentieth, twenty range. Oh, okay. Because the way he played in the tournament had people shooting up people's boards. But. Yeah, like, you know, a lot of people were saying he was probably going to be like a high second-round pick, and then he just he went bananas that championship game, and then they yeah. carried on to um, his workouts and, and combine right, right, stuff. Right, right, so right. Yeah, so we yeah we have to dig. Dante's going to be a nice pickup for whoever, whoever gets him. Yeah, we're going to dig into that uh, soon. Uh, we're going to have a new episode coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, We've been away for quite a while, so just trying to get some, trying to get some things lined up and worked out. Yeah, so. it's been matters of equipment, work schedules, all type of stuff. Uh, also, uh, we gonna get we gotta really get into college football. Uh, mm-hmm. It's under a hundred days, under under hundred days. Less than hundred. Uh, basketball winding down, almost. Oh, uh, it's it's mobile bell season. We left with baseball. So it's going on right now. So yeah, college football, NFL, all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk it all. If it's sports related, we're gonna talk about it so, for sure. Also, another that's another thing. Um, what you got? I think the new, there's gonna be a new direction we're gonna take the show. Okay. I feel like we stuck to mostly analytics and mm-hmm. breaking stuff down. We got to get into a lot of the stuff surrounding the game. Like I feel like we didn't talk a lot about the protests. And yeah, we didn't talk about that. I feel like and that's still that's still ongoing too. You still know ongoing. I feel like we didn't talk about we didn't dive into like stuff related with the NCAA. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as you know, off the field things with the NCAA, uh, it's all type of stuff going on. It's a very the sports world is very explosive and divisive right now. I feel like it's a lot of stuff we ain't touching on, but we're mm-hmm. gonna touch on going forward, and we'll make that a. We're we gonna make that a uh, priority for sure. For sure, to, um, increase the content. So. Mm-hmm. That's all I got, man. It was a good little first episode back. Oh, yeah, you know, got to do what we had to do, enjoyed it, and um, 
Hopefully JR won't be a bonehead no more. Okay. Now you think you want smoke? Call me Mr. Chimney. I want smoke. All smoke. Alright, that's gonna wrap up this episode. I was the coach. I'm the boat. And this was the Coach of Boat Podcast.